Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Spooky Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, yeah, I'm not doing a voice, Robert Skolansky. That's yeah. that's creepy, right? And apparently, yeah, your name, <laughs> just your full name, yeah, that's that's horribly <laughs> No, creepy. I said, I, I said, Robert, I'm not doing a voice, Skolansky. <laughs> oh, no, that's not creepy at all. Compared, oh. to, compared to some of the other names, like uh, Bat Graining, and I can't remember some of the other ones. There was a, I, there was a I, vampire one in there. I, I'm sure. Well, you kind of stole mine, so. Oh, well, I told you to think of one. Maybe I should have uh, told you to think of like five of them. Maybe. Um, maybe maybe next Halloween. Next maybe Halloween. next Halloween. Next Halloween, you'll have a better one. Um, but yeah, so on the top of this episode, I just wanted to say, uh, unfortunately, this this episode, we could not get our really good friend Andy McKillfrish. <laughs> or McElfrish on the episode. He uh, unfortunately is tied up with his buddy Jay Leno. And I don't know how much is out there in the world, but he's doing a game show with Jay Leno. And they're uh, in the process of writing and filming. I think it was yeah. like 120 episodes. So look for that when it, <laughs> look, look for that when it comes out on uh, out on the TVs. And um, uh, Andy wants to be back next uh, next time. So. Uh, about about three months down the road, uh, hopefully we should have uh, Andy McElfresh back. Yeah, so uh, he got busy because COVID ended, and you get you get just the two of us this week. Yeah, I mean we're probably not as smart as Andy McElfresh when it comes to a no. lot of these uh, <laughs> a lot of these gags in the treehouse, but we, we will we we will we'll do our best to educate you guys. Yes, we'll try our best. Um, so this episode aired two days before Halloween. Oh. So this is season four, episode five, Trias of Horror, number three. Um, and it aired uh, October 29th, 1992. So, yep. you know, a couple days before Halloween, it, you know, it was right around that time. So it's... They usually, I feel like the first, like, 15 seasons outside of the first season, because they really, it wasn't considered a Treehouse of Horror. Yep. Um... I feel like all their Halloween episodes, up to a certain point, they always try to do by October 31st, but never after October 31st. And I remember the first time, not clearly, but I do remember the first time they did it after October 31st. I'm like, you can't do that. Halloween is over. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh, sometimes sports pushes it off. A lot of times, yeah. a lot of times it's the... Uh, the World Series, since that's on Fox, so yeah, unfortunately. But this this year uh, of 1992, they got it pretty close. Yep. Um. So uh, obviously, no no traditional uh, opening this week. No. Nope. Uh, but we get we get Homer in. Uh. So you get the frame, the uh Alfred Hitchcock silhouette on the red curtain, uh, just like we've seen the red curtain the past two seasons. 
and uh, Homer steps out in front of it doing the Alfred Hitchcock thing. And obviously Homer is slightly fatter than the silhouette. <laughs> and kind of funny. To be fair, Alfred Hitchcock was a big guy. So, yeah, he was. Um, I, I I could see I could almost see Homer and Hitchcock kind of being, but I get the I get the gag, and I yeah. completely uh, am for it. Yep. Um, and so Homer steps out and turns to the camera and is, does it, this is instead of Marge. Like, so the past, yeah. the past few seasons, we got Marge warning kids and obviously no one listened. So no. now, now they're attempting at Homer giving <laughs> the warning and Homer is like, good evening. I've been asked to tell you that the following show is very scary with stuff that might give your kids nightmares. You see, there are some crybabies out there. Religious types, mostly, who might be offended. If you are one of them, I advise you to turn off your set now. Come on, <laughs> I dare you. Bark, 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 bark. What are you, chicken? <laughs> and then uh, the TV turns off, yep. which is kind of cool. And then Marge, you know, kind of overlaying the the black, yep. uh, you know, asks if Homer called everyone chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so God, that was, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. And you know, it's Homer. He's like, dude, you're a bunch of babies. Just watch the yeah. watch, watch our horror show. And yep. so then we get the the Treehouse of Horror intro, but just like these last few seasons, it's still technically not called Treehouse of Horror. It is even just, though it even though the title of the episode by all accounts is Treehouse of Horror. Yep, and that's what you'll see on Disney Plus and and yep. I don't I guess I didn't look at I don't I don't know if the box set the DVD box set says Treehouse or, oh, or Halloween says special. Halloween special, but yeah. the, the title card is just Halloween special number three, and yep. I do find it I I like it I like that they're continuing on with it, but it's funny when they actually do finally switch over to Treehouse they don't start over with one again, they just <laughs> they continue on the numbers. Well, yeah, because it is I mean well, they it's not title. Halloween special anymore. Now it's Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, well, why would they just, I mean, but they, they still, like, called it the Treehouse of Horror episode. It's just, it, within the show itself, it's a Halloween special. Yeah. You can have two different titles. No, only one. So, uh, we get the traditional uh, Springfield Cemetery, and we get some headstones that read Drexel's Class, which, unfortunately... I, yeah, no, no. I that's yeah. an Andy that's an Andy uh, McElfish thing. He probably would have been Press. like, "Oh, Stephen and Robert, this this is exactly <laughs> what this means." Yeah, um, I'm with stupid, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, the the '90s. I'm with stupid T-shirt gag. Yeah. You you kids now might not get the I'm with stupid gag. Um, R. Buckminster Fuller. I've heard the name, but I I and I probably should have done a little research, but. Yeah, that one I don't get. Uh, slapstick. Oh, I missed maybe, that one. Maybe comedy. Oh, no, you're saying it's slapstick. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and American workmanship. Oh, <laughs> and Jesus. Then, <laughs> and then the tombstone crumbles right after yep. it's shown. Because, you know, we buy Chinese and Japanese and Asian stuff because um, in the 90s, American-made stuff was kind of that- crap. But now, well, that's that's when it was starting to shift to made in China and made in other countries besides the U.S. That's when the shift kind of happened. Yep, and and honestly, I mean, stuff in those countries was made cheaper and actually yep. made slightly better. 
But I have to tell you, man, the American, yeah, the American made stuff. I guess it was more cheaper, but I mean, the American made stuff nowadays, man, it's, it's gotten really good. Um, especially in the technology stuff, technology, American yeah. made stuff. Is yeah. But really here's good. the thing. A lot of the stuff that is quote unquote American made, uh, a lot of those parts still come from, come from other countries. Yep. Because they can make them cheaper. Yeah. And so we get a couch gag. This is this is the first, I think, Simpsons mm-hmm. treehouse couch gag. Yep. And all the Simpsons uh, skeletons come and sit on the couch. And we see Marge's hair uh, with the uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein uh, oh, yeah. streak through it. And Maggie's pacifier is a bone. Yeah, which is like, it was like part of her skeleton, which kind of weird. Kind of creepy, but you know, it's a treehouse yeah. gag. So let's... Yeah. Uh, Let's uh let's take it as a win. And uh the credits as they roll in actually have nicknames this time. And it was No, kind of... season two had it as well, or season three had it as well. Yeah. And kind of like we talked about with Mikel Frisch, a lot of it was, well, you know, the animators have to, you know, change it all and yep. they have to pass, you know, through SAG AFTRA if your name is gonna be different on the title card. And... I feel but I do feel like this is the first year they did the green. Yeah. They were green. Yeah, they were they had the slimy green, the dripping yeah. looking green. So we open this year's Treehouse of Horror. Um not with trick or treating or up in the treehouse eating candy, telling scary stories. Nope. We get a Halloween party. With all like a kid, like a Halloween yeah. kids party. So, uh, we see Lisa sta- uh, dressed as the Statue of Liberty, which makes sense because it's Lisa. We get, this is a weird one. Bart is dressed as Alex DeLarge from Clockwork Orange. God, I would Bart, I, Bart wouldn't have even seen that movie. No. I, but but maybe he would have snuck in to see it. But remember, this is that was like a, what, 60s to 70s movie. Yeah. So it wouldn't have even been in theaters. That would have had to be in a rental. Like, Bart would have had to rent that. <laughs> and do the Simpsons even have a VHS player? Because that's uh, God, what it would have been in Yes, 90- they do. do yes, they, they do. Oh, because right, as we Homer see- watches the tapes of Maggie on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we also see uh, Millhouse is radioactive. Man. You know, the funny thing is, when I first when I first watched this episode, I don't know why, but I thought for the life of me that Millhouse was the Flash. Oh, I, I didn't even think. And then I saw like his the front because I you the first time you see Millhouse is from behind. Yeah. What so I'm that? like, oh, it's red, and he's got like a thing on his head. I'm like, oh, he's the Flash. And then I saw the front. I'm like, no, you dummy, he's a radioactive man. Yeah, because I don't think DC is is DC ever canon in. There's an episode. There's a Halloween episode with the Simpsons, I believe, where they are dressed up as. Marvel superheroes, and maybe there's one where they do DC, but I think there is one where they do Marvel. So, well, maybe? we all know now they're owned by Marvel, but well, but uh, but I think Disney, it was before. Is... Well, I think, but I think they did the Marvel thing before they were owned by Disney. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye out on that because, yeah. but yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, and then we learn. I know it's a future episode, but I love how Mar- uh, Milhouse is dressed as Radioactive Man and uh, winds yeah. up being Fall Out Boy. Yes. And then Marge, we see Marge in the background, uh, and she is dressed as Cleopatra. And, you know, now Homer's got to make his grand entrance. Yep. And he announces himself. He's like, Behold my mighty glory. And as he's walking down the stairs, because, you know, it's the Simpsons' house, there's a nail sticking out. 
and his uh, sheet gets caught on the nail, and uh, now Homer is downstairs in his underwear. That's awesome. Um, I don't know how I'd react if I was one of Bart's friends, but I'm pretty sure if I was Bart, I would just be utterly mortified if my friends saw my dad in his underwear. Yeah, but I feel like the kids would have seen Homer in his underwear before. Yeah, it's true. It's it's Homer. He's kind of one of those guys that kind of wanders around, you know, shirtless and stuff like that. Pantless. Or pantless. Uh, so now, uh, uh, we see, uh, and then we cut to Nelson, who is a pirate and he laughs at Homer in his ha ha voice. And then Martin prances into the scene. Uh, he is, he is Cali- Calipi. I think is, I think that's how he said, I think that's how you say it is Calipi, uh, who is the muse of heroic poetry. And, uh, Nelson just punches Martin in the stomach. And to be personally honest, uh, I, I feel like I would be Nelson in that because there is so many other different things you could dress up as. Like, I'm not, I'm not shaming Nelson or Martin for dressing up as it, but the way he enters the room and it's just annoying. Well, he does the yeah, little prancing I, thing and it's just like, I mean, he yeah, that's going to get dress- you punched. Okay. Remember how, what was it? A few episodes ago where, uh, yeah, during the, uh, um, Millhouse gets his girlfriend. He goes home. Goes yeah, home, and he plays like the lute. Or yeah, the, the little he could. I mean, he could have been like a old, like an old Robin Hood. Yeah, thing. Yeah, but this or, is Martin. Yeah, but that's still nerdy enough to get punched in the. Side. It's just really kind of an odd, <laughs> odd uh, costume for Martin because yeah. there's other. He could have been Einstein. He could have been. I mean, there's other nerdy things he could have. Mm, could have been. I, I think it fits Martin fine. Maybe. So now they decide to play. They decide to play uh, a Halloween game where I don't know. I've actually done this game. It wasn't even for Halloween. I don't remember where it was, but I do remember doing this game where Marge is like, there was a witch and she died. And these are body parts. And so they have grapes for the eyes, uh, the hair, the hair is spaghetti. And uh, for for whatever reason, I feel like brains would be like beans or something. But in the Simpsons case, uh, their brains is a steak. Yeah. I mean, steak kind of could feel like brains with your eyes closed a yeah. little bit. But I mean, I the only time I've done this uh, game was at a uh, haunted house where you like walk uh. around and put your Which I, I don't think this game is going to fly anymore with uh, with COVID. Sticking no, your hands no. and germs and bowls of food. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, this game right now. Can't play it. Probably never get played again. Um, and so, you know, the food get passes around and Bart is, uh, you know, is like, hey, we I... didn't get any of the food. And then uh, Marge <laughs> takes her flashlight. Now, by the way, um, I thought I wrote this down. Uh, Homer is in his normal clothes. Yeah. When did, we see him you did write eating down. the food. It was the next oh, line. Oh, I did. It is the next line. Um, yeah, I don't know if maybe Homer went upstairs, but as we'll learn later, I won't spoil anything, that I feel like this is an animation error. Yeah, they so just Hol- completely forgot <laughs> that Homer was naked. Either, so, that or, either that or Homer had his clothes downstairs, and then he got in his underwear, and he's like, I'm not going to staple this toga yeah. thing back together yet. And so he puts on his normal clothes plays the game and then gets his costume maybe i'm not i'm not sure 
I'm not sure. So yeah, so Homer is eating the food, and I love. He goes, "What? It's an evil game." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there's food involved. Of course, it's evil. Well, so I, I could see Homer eating the spaghetti and eating the grapes, but I don't know if Homer's smart enough or knows enough not to eat a raw steak. I mean, or did the steak not even get to him yet? It's possible the steak didn't get to him yet because I think he was eating the grapes and the spaghetti. Yeah. So now, uh, so after Homer ruins the game, Marge is like, does anybody know any scary stories? And Lisa goes, oh, I know one. It's about a doll. And Homer goes, that's not scary. An (laughs) evil doll. (laughs) Um, So now we get uh, our first Halloween story of the Treehouse of Horror. Uh, Clown Without Pity. And this is an overall spoof of the Twilight Zone episode, Living Doll. Yep. And so it, the the name, so um, the doll in that name is uh, actually a talking Tina doll. Uh, and when you pull the string, uh, the doll says, my name is Talking Tina and I love you very much. Also, um, I don't know if this is true, but uh, the title of the episode is a spoof of a song uh town uh without pity oh so there's that so the story starts on bart's birthday um and we cut to him opening up a box with a ton of cash that uh grandpa (laughs) abe gave him and he goes and marge's like where did you get that money from he's like the government i didn't earn it i don't need it but if they miss a pay one payment I'll raise hell. So his social security? I don't think they pay out in cash, but... Well, I mean, maybe he got a check and he cashed it out. <laughs> put it, then but... put it in a box? What is this, his nest egg? And I, that just I don't... gives it to Bart? <laughs> like, I mean, it's a Halloween episode, so... You oh, know. that's pretty funny, though. And then... Yep. And then <laughs> I, think, I think this is the first instance... No, I maybe it isn't the first instance. Maybe it's the second instance of this. So he's yeah. like... Homer's like, oh, I forgot to buy you a present, but I swear on my father's <laughs> grave, I'll get you one right now. <laughs> While Abe is standing right there. Um, I don't think you have to swear on your father's grave if you're going right now to get one. I know. I love, sure. I love, and then I love the fact that you just walk, just watch Homer walk out of the room, run to his car and hear the car, car peel away. Yeah. So I think that's like the second time that yeah, we, that is. we've heard it. But I, I love in future episodes of The Simpsons where we get this gag. And it's yeah. not even like, I'll be right back. You just see the person wander out of the room and hear the car start and drive away. So that's that's always pretty funny. And so yeah. Homer, Homer's first stop, apparently, is because, you know, there's so many stores in Springfield. Yep. But Homer decides to go to House of Evil, your one-stop evil shop. I mean, if you want something evil, I guess that's where you go. I, I don't know. I don't know why Homer needs something evil, but he, I think he just wanted a trinket. Um, yeah. And so we see Homer walk into the shop, and the first thing we see on the counter as Homer walks in is the monkey's paw from Treehouse of Horror number two on the counter. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Nice. Cause, yep. so, so after Ned was done with it, he must have uh, sold it to this <laughs> shop. Yeah. He's like, and the fingers were open, so you know it was, it was yeah. brand new. So Ned must have used all his wishes. The paw opened back up again. Or I guess the paw opens when you hand it to a new owner. So Homer ha- or Ned handed it to the shopkeeper. The yes. paw opened, and 
The shopkeeper's smart. He's like, I know all my crap is evil. I'm not wishing on this thing. I'm going to pawn it yeah. off on someone else. Um, and so he steps up the counter and uh, he talks to the guy. He's like, we sell forbidden objects from places men fear to tread. We also sell frozen yogurt, which I call Frogurt. Um, yeah. And I did look this up because uh, I was curious because I've heard of, you know, frozen yogurt. We have a couple frozen yogurt places up here. Um, and it was introduced in the 1970s as a healthier ult- healthier alternative to ice cream. Yep. Well, it originally wasn't, and then it was marketed as, and I'm pretty sure it's not that much healthier <laughs> than regular ice cream. No. Um, so now we see a couple things on uh, the shelf as Homer's kind of looking what to buy. And we get yes. a shrunken head. Uh, yes. it's, only, it's 20% rayon and 80% yep. shrunken head. <laughs> uh, beating heart, which I don't know if hearts could still be beating after they've been removed from a body. But it's, it's, an, an evil, it's an evil beating heart. Oh, yeah. And an evil crusty doll, which, so predecessor right here, not in a box. Just sitting yes. on the I would lo- I would really like to much point that out that it is not in a box sitting on the couch. And so the shopkeeper hands Homer the crusty doll. <laughs> and he's like, this is the best best lines oh, in all of, in all of Trials of Four. Take yes. this object, but beware! It comes with the terrible curse. Oh, that's bad. But it comes <laughs> with a free Frogurt. That's good. The Frogurt is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. And then Homer's like... serious as shopkeeper. And that's bad. Can I leave now? (laughs) Oh, my God. I totally forgot Uh, about that. I saw that. I'm like, oh, my God. I love this one. So good. So good. Um, And so we cut back to the house when Homer's on his way back. And so is this a birthday party? Oh, Bart's birthday. It is. Yeah, it's Bart's birthday party. Right, right, right. right. This has been established. This is canon. So he's turning 10 again? Yes. Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Not that he's. I want to make sure he's not turning eleven because it is. Yes. So to be fair, we don't know. Well, I guess we kind of knew they don't age through three seasons yes. so far. But hey, man, he just had birthday number ten in episode one of season three. So maybe he was turning eleven. But it's just a story. So Halloween is non-canon. Yeah. I know. It's just a story. Yes. Um. So they're playing pin the tail on the donkey on apparently the front door because of all places. Uh, that's so smart. They could have played it on the uh, the door down to the basement. They could have played it a on wall. A wall. Yeah. But no front door. And uh, Homer <laughs> rams Millhouse <laughs> as he comes through the door. Um. And so we get kind of one of our first animation errors in this uh, yeah. Trias of Horror. And Homer brought the doll. You know, without the box, because the guy just pulled it off the shelf. Yes. And Homer gives the present to Bart wrapped in a box. Yeah. Now, like, the only thing I could think of. Now, we didn't see the entire transaction, really. We just saw Homer wanting to leave. But he handed the doll over to Homer. Yep. But there are some places that showcase the product out of the box. Like a, a good example, but they're not gonna. But they're not gonna hand you the showcase product. They are gonna hand you the product that is in the box. No, no, no. Like a really good example, like a place called Box Lunch where we go. Um, yeah. I went there. This was a while ago when they had like Scooby Doo's. The Scooby Doo pops out. Well, yeah. they had a Scooby Doo on display in their window. Okay. But the product they had 
the the one Scooby-Doo they had on the floor, the box was actually kind of messed up. And I was like, ah, do you have another box? You know, another one. Well, this is the last one. And the box they had in their back room. So they went and pulled the Scooby-Doo out of the front case and then went to the back room to grab the box. So technically, they handed me the Scooby-Doo without the box. That is a completely different no. No, bad analogy. How is that a bad analogy? That's exactly what happened to Homer. No, The guy had the the Krusty doll on display, and then he went to go get the box. But this is also a no. I I mean, yes, we didn't see the full transaction. Maybe the dude ended up giving him a box. But we see him handing the doll and Homer asking to leave. At least show me the box that it came in. Why? That's just that's just 30 extra seconds that the Simpsons writers did not have to put into the episode. Because mm, also these are all like trinkets and it's a it's a shop that, you know, people sell <laughs> stuff to. So if you're going to have the Krusty the Doll, they could have written it with the Krusty the Doll in a box. Eh, it looked more evil out of the box. So I so, I don't I want to know where the box came from because we never see room. Anyway, no. so Abe uh, comes out. He's like, the doll is evil. <laughs> and he's like, you say that about all the presents. I just wanted attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but God. as we'll learn, he, he was right. Yep. And so we see Homer sitting on the couch watching yep. uh, Kent Brockman. And Kent Brockman on this news like, and in environmental news, <laughs> scientists have announced that Springfield's <laughs> air is now only dangerous to children and the elderly. And Homer goes, woo. <laughs> I love, I do love this scene because I actually rewound it a couple times because after the woohoo, you see the crusty of the clown doll. But when you start the scene, it is not on the couch. It's because he's a sneaky little doll, man. I know because he's evil. Yep. He's evil. So uh, Homer sees the crusty doll and he pulls the string and it goes, I'm crusty the clown. And I don't like you. <laughs> and I'm Krusty the Clown. And I'm going to kill you. Although this time he didn't pull the string. Yeah, he over giggles. Oh, he, oh, I over, didn't yeah. pull the string pull that the string. time. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then the Krusty the Clown doll. I said I'm going to kill you. You, Homer Simpson. Oh, yeah? With what? And then because he like throws the clown down and he uh, the doll pulls out a knife which is a reference to the movie's Child Play, which came yep. out in 1988. Yeah. Great and movie. A, and another thing that's kind of cool about this scene that, that they pulled from Child's Play is a lot of it. So if you guys haven't seen Child's Play, go watch it. It's really good. The, yes. the doll does talk in its packaged voice, like the Child's Play voice. Yes. And eventually it gets to a point where it changes over to the actor, the actor. Well, voice. no, I and mean, he talks, he talks in the voice when he like, he's being creepy, but he always had the voice. No, no, because no, when the, he, when he transferred his, when he transferred his soul into the doll, he laughs in the actor's voice. Yep. But no, no, no. Like I'm saying when like the, when uh, the little kid, Andy passes it off the doll to his mom, like the doll will talk in, in the the actual yeah because operated voice. yeah because the ba- the bad guy doesn't want to be found out yet yeah but I don't know if the bad guy could talk in a high pitched squealy voice that good <laughs> unless his unless his uh, soul can control the little uh, little box inside the the doll yeah yeah I'm sure it can it's an evil doll yeah 
So, you know, and then Homer screams and the rest of the Simpsons are in the kitchen eating breakfast, maybe. And they come rushing in and Homer's like, the doll, it's trying to kill me. And Bart's like, man, I'd say the pressure has finally gotten to Homer. <laughs> but what pressure? That's such a great line. Because it's true. Homer's lazy. He doesn't do anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, the crusty doll then laughs and walks toward Homer. But and this is the weird. This is kind of weird. So he stops because the the pull string goes back into his body. Yeah, and like, but like that's the thing. Like when he was telling Homer he was going to kill him, Homer never pulled the string. So what's stopping him from moving? <laughs> and who pulled the string the second time? Exactly. <laughs> maybe maybe the crusty doll pulled his own string. But then why wouldn't he just do it again to move? Because he has whole. He like he points to the string. <laughs> and Homer, and then Homer pulls the string. <laughs> Dumb Homer. <laughs> oh my god. The doll could have been stuck there forever, but no. Uh, and so uh, Homer must have escaped. And uh, and then we cut to the next scene and Homer's, I love this scene. I completely forgot that uh, this was part of the Treehouse of Horror episode. So Homer has a first name. It's H-O-M-E-R. My baloney has the second name. It's H O M E R. Yeah, so Homer is singing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song, but he spells out his name instead of Oscar, uh, and he and he only spells out his first name. Yeah, instead of uh, instead of Oscar Mayer. Because if you guys know the commercial, it's M A Y E R. So they, but yep. Homer, but you have to have five letters to really yes. do the song right. Correct. So I, dude, I sing. I still sing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song with the Homer. Oh, it, I still so do it. Good. I love it. So then uh, the crusty doll jumps out of the water with like a harpoon to attack <laughs> Homer. And uh, he runs out of the, you know, he you know freaks out, runs out of the tub, runs past Patty and Selma and Marge. And Patty says, there goes the last lingering thread of her heterosexuality. And as we do learn, in fact, Patty is a lesbian. Well, now she is because Homer. Uh, well, no, 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 no. No, she's always she she says in the episode she always knew she was a lesbian at a very long, young age. Yeah, but it, so but, this but didn't this, push this didn't push her pushed, into a. Oh no, come on, you're, seeing, you're Homer, either seeing, seeing Homer naked that would push anyone into the well, over the edge. So, anyways, uh, the crusty that I love this too. The crusty of the doll uh, is hanging out in the Malibu St- Stacy dollhouse in Lisa's room, and Homer comes in with a bag filled with the socks a suitcase and a chain and he takes the crusty doll shoves it in the bag he's like what do you think this bag of socks is gonna stop me (laughs) actually i'm kind of getting a little dizzy and it faints like and so then homer like locks the suitcase with the chain wrapped around it oh that was good uh are we uh, we just gonna skip the fact that uh that the evil crusty doll is uh sleeping with a uh autonomous uh malibu (laughs) stacy I, I I mean yes, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. That was pretty oh, good. That's uh, great. So Homer goes to uh, the middle of the woods, and I don't. Is this the first time we've seen the bottomless pit, or has Fat Tony thrown anyone else into the uh, the pit? Who yet? who who fell into the bottomless pit, Steve? No, that that was the uh, what was that called? That's not the uh, same. That's no, because there's no tent around it, and uh, that doesn't mean anything. Maybe the guy up and moved. 
<laughs> no, because it, yeah, it, was, no, it was in the middle of a in middle of a desert. There were zero trees around where this was. It's the bottomless pit. It, it, it goes wherever it needs to go. Oh, I see. Um, Actually, it, I think it might have been the mystery spot. Exactly. But also, it the, but also it was the Springfield mystery spot. But also, it's a that was also a bottomless pit. You don't know that it was bottomless. It could come out somewhere. It's just a Maybe. mystery spot. But this, this, my friends, is a bottomless pit. But clearly not. Yeah, because it's got to stop somewhere. <laughs> if any of yes. you guys know physics, it's got a, a pit's got to stop somewhere. Correct. Um, and so they, uh, he throws the the doll into the bottomless pit. And then we get a mobster who throws a dead body into the pit wrapped in, you know, the traditional <laughs> rug that the, I'm sure the guy yes. was killed on. Yes. And uh, some guy with nude photos of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Where the know. hell did those come from? They were Polaroids? Maybe he's paparazzi? Oh, my God. And he's like, who would have thought it? No one would want these. So he drops them in the pit. And even the pit doesn't want them. The pit throws them yeah. back. Oh, oh that's pretty God. good. Now, now I wonder what the guy's next. Uh, like, I would, have, I would have been so funny if the if the writers had times. I'd say the guy lights the box on fire, but they they're like fire resistant, and the and he can't yeah. even burn them. It's just this guy. <laughs> it's just this guy's nightmare of owning Whoopi Goldberg uh, nudes. Oh, that's what he gets for taking nude photos of Whoopi that's, Goldberg that's right. without her permission. Yeah, he might have had her permission. He just, they, they just, no one wanted them. He didn't want to sell them. Even, even Playboy didn't want them. Okay. We'll, we'll get beyond that. So Homer gets home and the Krusty doll is on the bottom of the car. And this is, I think the first gag. And we see this gag in Cape Fear with Sideshow Bob uh, strapped to the bottom of the car. Correct. Um, So I wonder, I wonder, obviously this happened first. So I wonder if someone thought, oh, that was just a really funny gag. Let's. Well, it's a, it's been a pretty widely used movie and TV trope for a really long time up to this point too. Cause it started in like the seventies. Really? Man, I figured yes. you'd be destroyed under a taped under a car. You now would a, be. Now you a doll, would be. Now a doll could probably get away with it cause it's small and tiny. I mean, it'd get a yes. little roughed up, but a human. Yeah. I think a human. Would oh no, absolutely. Last. You would, you would probably die yeah. or at the, at the very least you would be badly beaten up because the road would, you know, tear your back to shreds. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> cuts himself <laughs> down and uh, he's like, guess who fat boy. <laughs> and then Homer yells, the doll's trying to kill me. And he's just like, Oh, and the toaster has been laughing at me. <laughs> and I do. It's kind of weird. So when he runs through the kitchen, there's no kitchen table. Uh, unless it was just the random shots. Of the Well, I mean, I'm no, cause there was a wide shot of the kitchen. Oh, yeah. There's no kitchen table. Yeah. And so, Homer's it, the, lay, and so Homer's laying on the ground and Krusty is over his mouth, holding it open with his foot, just pulling on his yeah. tongue. Because that's yeah. about all the Krusty doll could really handle. And so. Uh, well, no, no, no. Because we saw him with a knife before. He could yeah. have easily stabbed Homer. <laughs> and now he's just trying to rip out his tongue. And so yes. Marge grabs the box and uh, it says problems. Call 1-900-DON'T-SUE. I feel that's that's a good Krusty the Clown, uh, yes, Krusty the Clown phone number. But I love how it's a nine hundred number. Those those aren't <laughs> normally uh, helpful. No, so, no. Um, and so uh, we get the hold music uh, while Marge is waiting on waiting on hold for you know yep. them to help. And we get uh, the song "Everybody Loves a Clown" by Gary Lewis and the Playboys. <laughs> 
good, uh, good song choice. Probably yeah. not probably not hard to get the rights to that one. Nope. And then uh we see the guy come in, um uh like a like an electrician of some sort. Yes. And grabs the doll, uh, here's your problem. <laughs> Someone set this thing to evil. And then he clicks it, clicks it to uh good. Because there's a good and evil switch on it. Yeah. And that's awesome. And uh then the crusty doll is like, I love you. And uh so in the next scene, uh, Krusty, the Krusty Doll becomes Homer's servant. Yeah. And uh, a couple things we noticed. There's now a coffee table in the den. Yeah. Where um, did that come from? Remember, non-canon. So they can have whatever they want in a story. That is true. Yep. Um, also, the picture above Homer is not the sailboat, which, canon or not, I feel like that's, that's pretty. Weird. Uh, yeah. Pretty... I noticed that. I'm like, I'm like, I get that it's a, a, a story that Lisa's telling but I feel like that picture should probably be on the yeah, wall. Yeah, we should keep that pretty standard. And so yeah. Krusty goes home to Malibu Stacy because he lives in <laughs> lives in her dream house. Uh, I mean, hey, if you're a doll and you want to live somewhere, I feel like Malibu Stacy's dream house is a yeah. good place to live. Yep. And uh, he's like, hey, baby, let me tell you about my day. And then her head immediately falls <laughs> off because she's done with him. Uh, yep. And so after the story, we cut back to uh, Homer holding the flashlight back in his toga outfit. And yep. he's uh, telling a horrible story. He's like, it's like, <laughs> and the guy had hook for a hand. And Bart's like, so? Well, don't you remember? He got it when. And then he's like, oh, but whatever. And then he says something else like, Bart's like, well, and? <laughs> <laughs> like Homer's literally telling a useless, pointless <laughs> horror story that has no context whatsoever and then uh grandpa tells homer he's coughed up scarier stuff than that story <laughs> and i Which, believe it i believe it. Yeah, he's an old man old man so uh and then you know bart turns to grandpa and he goes well why don't you tell a story grandpa you've lived a long and interesting life I just goes that's a line you know it <laughs> but i have like, seen but a I've, lot of movies yeah, which is really so, which is really funny because we get so many awesome grandpa stories about his yeah. life yes. after this fact. We haven't. I don't yeah. think we've hit a certain episode yet where no, grandpa we has his uh, tales, but we do. We do end up getting them. And so now, now we get the story of King Homer, which is clearly a reference to King Kong. And the original King 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 Kong came out in what the sixties? No, thirties. It was 30, That's 30, what I thought 30s. it was. Yep, the black and yep. white. The first original black and white King Kong came out in the thirties. Um, okay. I got to see it for my film uh, history class. Um, definitely a you know interesting. Take. I've seen the remake, <laughs> the the Jack Black remake. No, not that one. The first remake. Oh, that the one, one before. I think, I think that. Or one no, was... wait. Was that Jack Black? You mean the one from like early two thousands? No, wasn't there a remake in the nineties? Oh, there might have been. I mean, I'm sure there's been a ton of King. There's been yeah. a ton of King Kongs. I mean, I think almost every decade got themselves. Yeah. In. But the uh, the early the early early one the black and white like this one yeah I mean it was the the gorilla was obviously like a sewn together <laughs> puppet like but it, yeah. was, it was good for, it was good for what it was it was it was decent yeah. well it's the thirties you can't there's no effects no nope. you gotta you gotta you gotta be creative so uh, we get we go to the dock and we see Burns and Smithers and uh, Marge uh, comes up uh, saying she answered the ad. 
And uh, the ad reads, single white female for mysterious expedition. Must like monkeys. Non-smoker <laughs> preferred. Now, here's the thing. I didn't notice this at first. I was reading through some facts about this episode. The ad above Burns's ad is part of the lyrics to the song Escape, the Pina Colada song. And it goes, the ad reads, if you like Pina Coladas, getting caught in the rain, come with me and escape. Yep. Now, now here's here's a fun fact for, for everyone. Uh, the song is entitled Escape. The reason yes. why they added in parentheses the <laughs> Pina Colada song is because no one knew <laughs> no. what this song was. <laughs> and so they so if you look on radio like the radio the digital radio yeah. on an app, they add that. Yep. But if you go to the original album of this, it's just escape. They didn't they didn't obviously put that on there. Now another fun fact if you guys don't know what this song like everyone's like, Oh, if you like Pina Coladas getting caught in the rain, they they know the chorus. Yeah. If you oh no, ever, I've listened to the song. Actually, listen to this song. It's literally about a guy trying to cheat on his wife and a wife no, 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 no. that is no, trying to no, cheat no. on his husband. And, and they, they cheat on each other they with cheat each on other. Each other with each other. I feel like any husband-wife combo that replies to an ad and they meet at a bar, they're like. I'd be completely pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't get together. Oh, you do like Pina Coladas? Oh, let's go on this vacation together and escape. Like, I feel like this song is telling us, hey, dummies, <laughs> communicate better with each other. This crap won't happen. Yep. So, anyways, uh, I love this. So, Burns asks Smithers his opinion on women, and, and Smithers goes, women and semen don't mix, sir. Oh, my God. Such a great line. He's like, it's so good. Yeah, he's like, uh, Burns is like, we know what you think. <laughs> uh, and so then Burns, you know, hires Marge and uh, then he does like a little maniacal laughter. So now now we're on the boat and Marge is like suntanning and uh, Lenny and Carl are on like a pipe or something of the ship. Yeah. The mast. And they uh, they're crew members. And uh, Carl goes. Oh, I heard we're going to Ape Island, which obviously is a reference to Skull Island. Yep. And Lenny's like, but I wanted to go to Candy Apple Island. They have <laughs> they have apes too, just not as big. He's like, oh, what do they have there? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm the obvious answer was going to be Candy Apples, but they yeah, have apes. Yep. Yep. And so, so we get to the island and we hear the natives chanting Homer's name. Yep, Homer. Homer, Homer, and so and I love I love the fact that Otto is a ship captain in this. I know that's like that's an odd choice. I mean, I feel like you could almost introduce the sea captain to this episode or something. You could have, but uh, Otto's like, "Hey, who's this Homer dude?" And Burns <laughs> is like, "He's either a fifty foot prehistoric ape or a tourist trap concocted by the Ape Island uh, JCs. Either way, <laughs> we're gonna be uh, we're going ashore." Yep. And so, you know, Marge asks uh, Burns if uh, she was going with, and I love how I was like, yes, <laughs> why, we can't go without our bait, bathing, bathing beauty, save that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Marge still hasn't caught on. No. Um, and so we get the island chief and he's shouting, uh, Mosi Tapatu, Mosi Tapatu which is translated as the blue-haired woman will make a good sacrifice. And in reality, Samoan native Masi Tapatu was a running bag for USC in the 1970s. 
and later went on to a career in the NFL with the New England Patriots. Nice. And the Rams. Oh, didn't know the Rams. Yep. But, uh... He, he played for 13 years. Yeah. So, so he must have been pretty good. Yeah. And he got put in a Simpson episode, which clearly, <laughs> clearly that makes you a superstar if you get put in yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. And so, you know, Burns lies, lies to Marge about uh, her not being a sacrifice. <laughs> and, uh, we cut to, uh, Hope, uh, Ape Homer fighting a dinosaur. Now, that's not necessarily not true. This did happen in the King Kong movie. But if any of you guys have seen the new okay. the new movies, like the new, the they're really introducing like the monster universe. Like King Kong lives in the same universe yes. as as uh, monsters and uh, Godzilla and all these things. So I I think maybe one of the Simpsons writers was like, hey, these these uh, all live in the same universe. Let's yeah. let's incorporate it. So it was kind of a cool yeah. pull. Not necessarily something that was included in. Yeah any of the King Kong movies, but it's something that was kind of cool to, to see in this, yeah. in this reference. And, uh, <laughs> Burns is like, it's like Smithers. This is a golden opportunity. If we get him alive, we could put him on Broadway dead. We can sell him, tell, sell him, uh, sell monkey stew to the army. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I see. This is where I, where I miss Andy because he could explain this better. Did they sell monkey stew to the army? <laughs> Maybe. I don't freaking know. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, and so uh, Ape Homer is like, ooh, in place with Marge's hair. And Marge, you know, kind of complains about it a little bit. And then he smells Marge. He's like. <laughs> and then like she kind of falls for him. Yep. Which the, the which is lady, a movie. Yeah. Which in the movie, the lady falls for the ape. And yep. so Burns' man come out to try to capture Homer. And Ape Homer eats Lenny. <laughs> Which is so good, and then uh, <laughs> Carl shoots him. Like he's yeah. like, oh, he's like he's he's in his mouth, and he's like, oh, save me! And then he tries to shoot the ape, and ends up hitting Lenny <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, he's such a good shot. And so yes. Burns, I like how Burns like, oh, take this, and tries to throw a gas bomb and gasses himself. And it must <laughs> not have been like it must have been more of like a sleeping gas, sleep, oh, sleeping gas, but a loopy gas too, because because yeah. Burns doesn't really pass out right away. He kind of gets all all loopy and yeah. uh and then smithers throws the gas bomb at him and makes the homer eight pass out and uh i like how burns praises smithers and he's going to give him a raise and then he uh <laughs> ape homer just wakes up for a little bit and chomps him um, <laughs> which which is so funny because the gas bomb can clearly pass out uh king homer but smithers, yes. smithers uh is perfectly okay no, or Burns, Burns is perfectly is, Burns, okay. Burns is clearly okay. Smithers is now dead. Smithers is now dead, yes. And so we <laughs> cut to Broadway, and uh, yep. Dave Shutton, uh, he's, he's uh, what kind of show you got for us, Mr. Burns? Well, the ape's going to stand around for three hours or so. <laughs> then we'll close close with ethnic, ethnic comedy of Dugan and Dershultz. Sensational. And clearly, I don't know if anyone... Even the writers of the original King Kong had had an idea of how that show was really supposed to go because that's literally <laughs> what it is in the King Kong. They just yeah. have they just have the ape standing on stage. Like, what was the purpose of that? Why? Why to would... see the to see the to see the giant ape? I guess I I don't 
<laughs> it is funny. Like that joke really makes it makes yeah. it stand out. Like, well, that shit. That's exactly what they did. This made the yeah. monkey stand on stage for three hours. I do like the marquee says King Homer, the eighth wonder of the world, plus the chubbiest kick line in town. God, that's so weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, looks weren't the biggest thing back in the probably 30s. not. Have you seen what they wore back in the thirties? Yeah, I don't think oh, yeah. I don't think they were too. Uh, I don't think they were too worried about style or fashion. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they kind of were, but you know. Yep, and so uh, Barney <laughs> Barney's in the audience, like, look at the size of that platform. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a Barney. Barney, of course, did not care about the ape. He cared more nope. about the platform. And so yep. Ape Homer clearly breaks away from his chains because yep. that's what King Kong does. So well, Barney, he was angry because they were they were taking pictures of him in the flashes. And, yeah, that clear, gotta... clearly that's why they hung signs at the zoo that says, "Please do not use your flash." Exactly. Because they all know that monkeys and animals are afraid of flashes. And so Barney yes. goes up on stage and offers Homer a peanut. And he takes the whole <laughs> bag. And Barney was like, I offered one peanut. And uh, Homer, and he starts kicking Homer. And clearly Barney is not a non-threat. And no. Homer just ignores him. Yep. And so now we cut. So, you know, Homer, King Homer escapes. And we cut to the next Broadway show and it's Shirley Temple singing dancing and then King Homer eats her because you know he's hungry so uh so then you know he gets outside he climbs the an apartment building and he snap uh, Marge and Burns are like hanging out because Burns like oh I can't I, I don't want to read the reviews and uh Homer Homer <laughs> snatches Marge out of the apartment and uh then he uh you know, he starts climbing. I love the fact that, you know, we we see a shot of the planes. So they're like, well, I guess we're going to have to refuel because Homer <laughs> is taking forever. And he's only able to get up three flights of the building before passing out. Because, again, oh. it's Homer. He's out of shape. and Which is, you know, I get the joke. But at the same time, he's a gorilla. And gorillas are in shape. Yeah, I'm assuming, especially yeah. in the wild like that. I mean, yeah. he's fighting a dinosaur for Christ's sake. I know. And I love Marge's line. She's like, you know, you look a little flushed. Maybe you should eat more vegetables and less people. <laughs> uh, so so then we get uh, um, a headline. It says woman weds ape. And the sub headline is Dick Cavett born. And the date of the newspaper is November 19th, 1936. The year he was born. Is 38. No, I thought it was 36. Nope, 38. Anyways, yeah. but that was the year Dick Cavett was born. Yep. And the article includes a picture cool. of adult Dick Cavett, even though he yeah. was just born. And <laughs> as it spins into view, the article is titled Woody Allen Born as, as and is accompanied by a picture of Woody Allen. No, 1936. He was no, born the, the... November 19th, 1936. And that is what the newspaper said. Well, then my book got it wrong. Yes, it did. Um, but then, so this is a uh, uh, a parody of the uh, news article titled Woody Allen Born. Yeah. Um, it is accompanied by a picture of Woody Allen that is replaced by Caveat's photo for the final spin. Yes. Um, so then, you know, we go to the wedding. I love the fact that uh, the monkey comes in. He's like, are you with the groom or the bride? Really, dude? You have to ask. And then the monkey, like, takes his hand and he, like you know, makes like a height thing. He goes yeah. oh, over here, sir. 
Really? Do you think the monkey is with the bride or the groom? Uh, well, <laughs> have you met Marge's family? So, uh, so now they're standing outside taking pictures and Marge's uh, mom is like, hey, where's your father? And King Homer eats Clancy. And so in this episode, uh, or in this story, Homer eats four people. And uh, so, yeah, that is the end of the episode. It's kind of weird that the first two episodes kind of end all, you know, nice and neat and, you know, happily ever after. Because, you know, aren't these supposed to be Halloween stories? They're just kind of scary. <laughs> well, like, no, they, well, that's that's the thing with a lot of Trios of Horrors even now is they don't necessarily yeah. have to be scary stories. They could just be, you know, th- either thrillers or something old timey. Yeah. that has, I mean... Yeah, I mean, King Kong rampaging through downtown New York, that's pretty scary. But, yeah. I mean, they don't necessarily have to be... Well, yeah. okay, look at look at, uh, look at at the, you know, Twilight Zone. I mean, in the end, the doll, oh. you know, the doll turns back to normal, or, you know, something, something's in the Twilight Zone kind of end, mm. you know, semi-nicely. Yeah. Um, but for those of you that don't know, um, or haven't seen it yet... And you guys have a chance to buy it. There is a King Homan, Homer Funko Pop. Yes, where he's, and holding, I have where he's holding March. So, yep. you guys be out on the look for that. It's something kind of well, cool, to, cool to. I don't know if they still sell it anywhere. No, uh, not, not, no. not in the shop, but uh, yeah. on like uh, secondhand stores or comic book yeah. shops or something like that. Yep. So now we cut back to the house and Marge's. Uh, like saying, "Oh, we don't have candy, but here's fruit," and the kids are like. Mmm. And Marge's like, fruit is nature's candy. <laughs> Marge, Marge, don't be that house, Marge. Don't be that house. That gives a frickin' apple. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, you know, Ned kicks down the door and he's like, he's a headless zombie and he, he tries to scare people and Bart's like, ah, you gotta try harder than that. And then we cut to Grandpa, <laughs> who's basically having a heart attack. That's a great cop. I think back in the 90s when I first saw this, I'm like, Dude, that would be an awesome costume. I want that costume. Yeah. And, and I could, even to this day, I think they have to be homemade. I don't know if I've ever seen just something like that retail. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it in retail either. Yeah. But it's it's a dope costume and definitely opposite Flanders. Yes. Definitely. It's really weird. Well, I think that's one thing they can do with Trios of Horrors is they can reverse roles really yeah. well and this is definitely a role reversal thing for for flanders i don't think yeah. i could see him doing this in in normal springfield no so then bart says uh he has a story that'll make you wet your pants and <laughs> abe is like uh too late and then you just see all the kids just move away which is weird because some of the kids are sitting in a ch- like on the chair on the floor i mean you don't, maybe know, how, you don't know how <laughs> much you're in uh abe released but maybe he's wearing an adult diaper too Oh, clear, clearly he's not. Well, you, did, kids... did you, just because he's, just because he may, I mean, even if he, I would like, if I was sitting next to somebody who's wearing an adult diaper and they told me they wet themselves, I would move away. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not staying towards that. So now we get dial Z for zombies, which is a reference to Hitchcock's, Hitchcock's film dial M for murder. And this is also our first zombie story. Yep. And this story about zombies, um, you know, is more related to uh, Night of the Living Dead by uh, George Romero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I just said the 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 title yeah. is a reference. Yeah, so, but, but the but the movies or the episode itself yes. is more of a reference of yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So uh, so now we cut to uh, Bart's class and he's uh, giving a book presentation on uh, Baby's <laughs> first pop up book, and it's weird because Bart says there's 26 pages, but if you look, each letter takes up two pages. So the book would actually be 52 pages, which means Bart can't read or do math. Well, technically, there'd be 26 physical pages, but a page is consisted of one on each side. Correct. So he's half, he's yeah. half right. Technically, yeah. there are 26 physical pages. Fair. Uh, but it's 50, it's technically 52 pages long. Yes. So uh, and then uh, Mrs. Krabappel's like Bart, you need to need you need to read another book. No, 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 hold so on, he... hold on, hold on. Bart's like from A Apple to Z Zebra. Baby's first pop up book is twenty six pages of alphabetic ad- of alphabetic adventure. Bart, you mean to tell me you read a book intended for preschoolers? Well, most of it. <laughs> <laughs> God. So then, uh, you know, so then Bart goes to the school library and, and the reason this is the school library is cause he's, I think he's I, like, I thought it was like the regular library, but then towards the end of the episode, they go back to the school. Yeah. So schools, have, I mean, our elementary school, Jefferson oh, yeah. had a library. So oh, yeah. all, all, most schools I think have libraries. He's yeah, like, uh, and he grabs a <laughs> Waldo, find, find Waldo, find Waldo, Waldo yeah. And it's just Waldo standing on a page. <laughs> well, they aren't even trying anymore. Nope. So then Bart Bart looks up um, and uh, he sees the occult section. He's like, I don't remember this being here. Yeah, because, I mean, most schools have a library. Most schools yes. don't have an occult section. No. Uh, no so, so Bart wanders in and the first part of the uh, bookshelf that Bart passes has the uh, number 666 on it. Yep, I thought that was a great yep. uh, detail. You know, you know when when I saw that, I almost wanted. I didn't pause it, but I was trying to look at all the numbers on the shelves. Six six four six six five. Oh, did it? Okay, did it? Was yep. it numerical? Okay, I I was wondering if it was six 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 on each. No, each one. No, because when I paused it, when I saw it, I did see a okay. six six four. Cool. Yeah. Um. And so you know, books flies off the shelf and hits Bart in the head, and it's a <laughs> book of magic spells, volume two. Book of Magic and Spells. Oh, sure. <laughs> Not magic spells, just magic, magic and, and spells. Yes. Um, and we see there's a Time Life logo in the upper corner. So, look, even uh, even Time Magazine sponsors <laughs> occult books. Yes. Um, so Bart grabs it, and I like how he opens it up, and there's all the haunted faces heads. popping out heads yeah. out of it. And then Bart closes the book, and they're like, oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh. Because <laughs> ghosts can feel pain. Yes. Uh, so then we cut back to uh, the Simpson house, and Lisa's uh, staring at her uh, picture of Snowball One, uh, which lived from 1988 to 1990. And we yep. all learn that uh, Snowball uh, got run over by um, Quimby's uh, brother Clovis in the Chrysler. I'd like to point, and I'd like to point out that the picture is of a black cat, but. In the we see in uh, Lisa's sacks that Snowball was white, hence the name Snowball. Yep, and we actually did see a picture of Snowball one back then too. So, yeah, I I yeah. my guess is just animators just didn't realize or there were no physical notes on the script 
that was sent to the animators. Yeah. I, that, would, that would definitely be my guess. Um, and so, yeah. you know, Lisa, you know, tells us how Snowball died and Bart's like, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a spell in here that can uh, fix that. <laughs> and so they go to yeah. the Pet Cemetery. Um, and I, I don't know why I, I uh, cause I saw the sign pet cemetery and I know this wasn't a reference, but my mind went to the movie pet cemetery. Yeah. The, cause uh, the pet, the pet cemetery was on an Indian burial ground, burial ground and not, and not next to the adults or exactly. the human graveyard. But yeah. for anybody out there, the movie original movie came out in 1989. Um, so we get some, uh, gravestones, um, in there and there's a <laughs> few different shots of them, you know, back and forth. Um, uh, one yeah. of the gravestones has a lobster on it with an epitaph that uh, says eaten by mistake. And my first thought went, to I did yeah, mine too. And I was like, but he wasn't eaten by mistake or was he? No, he was. No, he, no, no, yeah. no. He was, he was killed by mistake. He was eaten on purpose. Yes. Cause well, Homer's, Homer's like, like eh, he's already dead. <laughs> But he was crying as he was eating Pinchy. Well, I would say eaten by a mistake because he didn't clearly mean to cook him either. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but don't forget Homer. But Homer wanted to put him in a warm bath. That's kind of on Homer's for being an idiot. Now, I almost want to wonder if this, like someone was watching this episode, saw that epitaph and were like, oh, dude, we should do a backstory for this, uh, for this lobster. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That would be awesome. Uh, fish police, which I don't, I don't quite get, get. uh, capital critters and mm-hmm. uh family dog. <laughs> now, now there are some other ones besides the lobster. Um, there's a, uh, dog's, uh, grave with a tombstone that's shaped like a bone, yeah. uh, hamster statue in a wire wheel. Yeah. So there's a couple other things that didn't have like names on it, but some other cool, uh, gravestones within the, uh. Yeah. Pet cemetery. So uh, Bart is reading a uh, in his spell book, and yep. uh, this is this is fantastic. <laughs> this was a really really good good pull. And so yes. he for is the first part of the spell is Cullen, Rayburn, Nars, Trebek, which are last names of game show hosts. Yep. Um, well, Trebek obviously. Yep. Yeah. And well, I see that's the other thing. I bet dude Andy would have been able to fill us in on these other ones. Oh yeah. And then Zabar, Kreshe, was it Kresgi? Kreshe, yeah. Keldor, Walmart. <laughs> and uh these are names of inexpensive department stores. Uh and Zabar and Walmart are the Zabar. Same, or Zabar. I've heard of Zabar. Have you? Yeah. I, I haven't. Uh being the only ones as of twenty twelve that are still in business. And, although uh, Kreshki or whatever it is is known as Kmart, although now Kmart is defunct. Kmart's gone now too. Yeah. But you know, it's it's really funny because you know I know Trebek and I know Walmart. In the other yeah. six of the things that Bart has said, <laughs> I have no clue what they are. But I uh, I've heard of uh, I've heard of Zabars. I I know Walmart and I know Trebek and that's it. The other five I don't know. Yeah, and it's uh, the funny thing really is, is like you kind of think about it, and all these names, they are like spell names. They're not like traditional, yeah. traditional names. And yeah. so um, at the cemetery, uh, Bart is wearing the album cover for Michael Jackson's Thriller on his head yep. while he yep. brings the zombies to life. 
the video for Thriller features zombies rising from their graves. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was a... You know, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself. I'm a little dumb. At first, I thought that was Prince. Oh my god. <laughs> well, um, I, I I only saw it for a quick second. I'm like, wait. I'm like, oh no, that's Michael Jackson. Yep. And so we get some, all the zombies popping out of their graves, yep. and one of the headstones was Jay Kogan, and he is a writer. There's also a writer and producer yeah. for the Simpsons. I think there is also a Walla Darsky one too. Those are like the two they always go to. Yep. Well, they were the main writers gags. during this era. So, yeah. So, you know, Bart, you know, instead of resurrecting animals, he resurrected humans. And I love Lisa calls them zombies, but Bart is like, they prefer the living impaired. Yeah. I love that joke. Cause I, you know, that joke really fits into this day and age. Well, they, pre- the they PC, prefer to be yeah. called. I'm like, uh, so good. So, uh, so then we cut to Willie and, uh, now this is kind of weird, not in the sense that he's burying dead bodies in the. Well, I don't know if he is burying by garden. He's just making his garden look nice. And uh, zombies pop out, but the weird thing is the zombies don't go for Willie's brain. Yeah, that is. They well, just walk by him. Maybe they don't realize he want the zombies to want brains yet. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, so. I, I feel that, like he was I, buried. After he's ignoring, he's like, he's like, pats down the dirt. No, this is why I don't think he did. I think they were just buried under the school and they came out. Because uh, after they came out, Willie's like, oh, and pats down his dirt again. <laughs> what does yeah. he say? Like, pretty as a peach or yeah, something, like, something that. like that. I was like, okay, Willie, just hang outside. So then, yeah. So then the zombies, you know, they go towards Ned's house and he invites him in because <laughs> it's Ned and uh, he gets eaten. He gets his brains eaten by the zombies. And so, uh, you know, the kids run home and tell Homer they did. I love like, <laughs> I'm like, Bart's like, we, dad, we did something bad. Do you wreck the car? Shakes their head. No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's more worried about the car than the, than the zombies. So then uh, I, it's weird because if there's zombies roaming, you don't think the kids would go to school and also Skinner, if he's a zombie, so he gets on the, he gets on the intercom it's and like, he goes, it's like the zombies went from mindless brain eating zombies to smart zombies that could talk and, but only Skinner is a smart zombie. Oh, I guess Shakespeare too. Well, they all kind of were, but, uh, so Skinner, uh, has Martin report to his office for his delicious, delicious brain. Yep. And so, uh, so then we cut to Krusty the Clown, and Sideshow uh, Mel. Mel is in a box, and he Krusty opens up the box. Sideshow Mel grabs him, <laughs> and, pulls and then him he in. turns, <laughs> to, pulls him in, eats his brain, and then Krusty is like, "Kids, send your parents' brains, write parents' brains on a postcard." Which clearly they're not going to do that, <laughs> but I thought it was a funny gag. So then, uh, you know, the Simpsons are at their house. They're all trying to barricade themselves in. Homer's just, you know, sitting on the couch watching Krusty. And they're like, hey, Homer, did you barricade the door? And Homer forgot to barricade the door and the zombies break in. And he's like, he's like, don't eat my family. Take me instead. And so the other <laughs> Simpsons get away. And the Simpsons, the, the zombies are like tapping on his head and it's hollow. And, uh, uh, good joke. you know, the joke is, you know, he doesn't have a brain, which is hilarious. Yep. So then they all run outside of the car and zombie Flanders asks, I love this. He's like, 
Homer, could I uh, pick your brain for a second or something like that? Apparently, Ned and Homer. Zombie, apparently, Ned Zombie thinks Homer actually has a brain. Yes. Which... Well, it's Ned. He's a nice guy, even in zombie form. Yeah. And oh so... no, he's he says he says, "Oh, can I nibble on your ear for a little bit?" And Homer shoots him, and Bart goes, "Homer, you shot the zombie Flanders." No, no he you goes, killed. No, you killed zombie Flanders. And Homer's like, "He was a zombie." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good. And so they hop in the car and they start driving away and they uh, turn on the radio and it's KZMB, all zombie radio. And it's just braids, braids. Um, yep. So then we get our our traditional King and Kodos appearance in this episode. Which is, which I believe was just a repeat of the last one without the peace symbol on the earth. Because yeah. it's... it's I think they just reused it. Yep. And so they, they do the laughing bit too. I was I wanted to time it. I wanted to go back uh, to Trios of Horror 2 and time the uh time the uh laughing and see if they yeah. actually used the same amount of time. Because remember when we were talking with Andy, oh yeah, it was like, oh, they they were just laughing so long because they just needed a few extra seconds to extend the episode. Yeah. And so then we cut back to uh zombie Jimbo, Kearney, and Dolph. Kicking zombie Skinner's head around like a soccer ball. <laughs> don't don't hit the face. Anything but the face. Which it's a head. I mean, they're gonna <laughs> kick you in the face, dude. Yeah, and so uh we get to the school, they run in, and uh Barney is eating <laughs> a zombie arm, and Homer's like, Barney, not you too. He's like, Oh, I'm not a zombie, but when in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barney. Oh, you drunk yeah. drunk Barney. And so uh, Homer takes out a shotgun and he's like, take that, Washington. Eat ledged, Einstein. Show's over, Shakespeare. And then Shakespeare's Is this on the, the end of William Shakespeare? <laughs> no, zombie Shakespeare. Zombie Shakespeare. That's what it was. Yep. And so then uh, Bart finds the next book. And so he yep. recites the spell. Kojak, Minix, Banachek, Dano. Which are all names of 1970s TV detectives. I've and only heard of Dano because that's Hawaii Five-0. Yep, I've heard of Kolchak, so that was pretty good. And Kojak? Kolchak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's Kojak. No, it's Kolchak. We'll, we'll talk about that. There's a J in there. <laughs> you, well, I'll tell you at the end. And then the last <laughs> one, uh, last part of the spell, Trojan, Ramses, Magnum... Chic, <laughs> and those are the not brands of condoms. Ghost Simpsons writers, that was good. I've heard of two of those. Yep, I've heard of Trojan and Magnum. You know, this is we need to just we need to do a bonus episode <laughs> with Andy so he can help us out with all of this. Um, and yeah, uh, right. Bart's Bart's uh, uh, first spell turns Lisa first into one a, first one yeah turns Lisa into a snail. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I didn't realize you had such pretty eyes. She's like, aw. And then the next next spell uh, turns uh, zombies back to uh, hum- or to go back to their grave or, you know, uh, back to not being alive. I'm Joe Smith. Are you Joe Smith from 1888? <laughs> 18, was it 1885? I think it was 1885. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever. And, uh, but I like how not all the zombies go back to their graves like yeah because uh quimby is like oh now we just have a pile of dead bodies around which you know yeah so i it seems kind of weird but uh 
Yeah, cause, yeah, because yeah, he's like, yeah, now we have all these bodies lying around, and apparently they're yeah. just gonna have a zombie cleanup crew. And so, yes. very end, last scene of the Trios of War, we get Marge <laughs> oh, sitting at on the couch, all eating TV dinners. I'm like, I'm glad we didn't turn into mindless zombies <laughs> as they're watching TV. <laughs> And yeah, they're just sitting there, you know. And then Homer's like, man, fall down. Funny. <laughs> and then we uh, get credits. So, man, you know, this, I, I, and I don't think we've done it in the past, but since Andy's not on the show, uh, yeah. we're going to, we're going to give you our final thoughts and uh, a rating. So we're going to do the rating this week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it somewhat. Somewhat uh, similar. I, I, I love I love all the oh uh, I love a majority of the Treehouse episodes. There's a little you know crusty the the crusty doll. I I'm I'm adamant and convinced he didn't come in a box. So the box thing is kind of weird. I would have liked to have seen the guy give the crusty doll to Homer in the box, not off a shelf. Um, but still really funny. Uh, the King Kong stuff really really funny. The jokes are funny. Women and semen don't mix. Yeah. Uh, you got the you got the, <laughs> the, the escape uh, Pina Colada song thrown in there. That's fantastic by Jimmy Buffett. Um, and, you know, the zombie, any, any kind of zombie story is always really good. And there's some good bits there. Uh, I think we all know where I'm going with this. It's a five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Oh, yeah. I always love the Treehouse of horror. The King and Kodos thing. I'm assuming they threw that in there for time purposes. Cause Clearly, oh, and, it's just, I mean, and it's just funny. It, like they, I mean, they're literally saying that the zombies are going to take over the, the take over the earth, and that they'll be able to take yeah. over. <laughs> these so, are the laziest. You know, it's, they're the laziest aliens in the world. They just either they just yeah. let the humans kill themselves off, so that way they could take yeah. over the planet. But uh, it's all really good. Uh, the commentary is really good. Um, so, yeah, five. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Oh, yeah. Same with me. Uh, everything's coming up Millhouse. There there hasn't been probably over the net. Maybe this is why we have Andy on, because we don't even give a rating yeah. for these. But, I mean, these no. are always hilarious. They're always funny. They have great gags. I love all the references, even though I might not have seen them. Like, like the, yeah. uh, you know, I, I haven't seen the night, the, uh, what is it? The Twilight Zone episode. I, I have seen yeah. King Kong, which is cool. The 1930s one seen Night of the Living Dead. So, I mean, I have two for three. That's that's pretty good in my book. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, everything's coming up. Millhouse for this one, for sure. Um, yeah. So uh, no, no character profile this week, guys. So let's just close it out. Um, so you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, everything's. Uh, uh, the Simpsons did a podcast. Um, and I want to thank uh, the Simpsons, man. I know this is a few weeks gone already, unfortunately, but I do want to thank the Simpsons, man, for helping us do the contest we did a while ago uh, where we gave away a couple uh, Millhouse Funko Pops. Um, his help has, uh, at the time of this recording, has boosted our followers up over 800. So welcome, all new, all you new Simpsons did a podcast uh, listeners. Um, and thanks for joining along. I'm glad you, uh, found your way to us one way or the other. Um, but follow us on all our platforms for all our goodies. Um, for those of you that are new as well, um, we do have a, uh, donation, uh, website, uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons today pod. Uh, so head over there, feel free to donate. Um, I'll post the stickers again, just so you guys can see what they look like. And if you guys donate five, 10, 15, $20, I will send you off some free stickers and, 
Uh, thank you for the donation. And the more donations we get, the more time we uh, have to spend to make cool stuff. Um, and then finally, check us out on YouTube. Um, you can find all of our uh, past episodes on uh, YouTube uh, to be able to listen to those in video format if you see fit. So until next time, I'm Steve and Spooky Skalansky. And I'm Robert Zombie Skalansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.